if you're going to take the risk of running advertising online, shouldn't you get the benefits of learning from someone who's in the platforms every second of the day? Welcome to BidPixel.com's Marketing Ear Biscuits, the original podcast dedicated to digital advertising run by two Aussie guys who ride around in kangaroo pouches and drink Fosters and 4X beer. Alrighty, Marketing Ear Biscuits. Mr. Jay Janice, how are you, mate? It's been a couple of days yeah. since we had the conversation. Has been. It's been good, though. Nice and busy, which is nice. You never want to complain, but little dude's a little bit sick. It's causing, uh, yeah, as is mine, mate, it's hard some days, isn't it? The joy of kids. The joy Especially of kids. very, very little kids. But it's, um, never ch- wouldn't change it for the world. Would, would not change it for the world. All right, mate, what are we going to talk about today? So we're going to cover uh, some exciting new news. We're going to possibly talk about how we can release that new news. Uh, we're then going to talk about false claims by agencies. Now, this is going to be a bit of a rant. I'm sick of onboarding clients or talking to potential customers and they just have no idea what these agencies are doing. And a lot of these agencies are charging a ton of money for really not the outcomes or the results they should be offering. Um, but they're going to chat about attributions. I really want to pick your brain about how we never focus on a one-day attribution with Facebook advertising and, and what do the attribution windows kind of mean when you look at an ad account holistically. Uh, the next thing we're going to talk about is do $5 ad sets work anymore? So that's a top question from the internet that someone submitted. Uh, do $5 ad sets work? So we've got a bit of an example on that and it all comes down to your cost per acquisition, right? And whether you're running different objectives. So mate, let's kick this off. False claims by advertising agencies, how to spot them. So let's talk about a few examples. Can you share that example of that online toy store that we've now had for a little while and what was happening with them? Yeah, it was just, um, <clears throat> they're you know, a fairly you know, old long-term toy store wanting to scale, wanting to grow, wanting to, you know, to, to move forward and get you know, go into the next phase of business. But they weren't seeing any, you know, the correct data on their account. So they weren't conversions that weren't being tracked properly. Return on ad spend wasn't being tracked properly. Um, the only thing they could really see was how much they were spending. So with no clear indication of how much it cost them to get a purchase, scaling was, you know, or not scaling, but um, data-driven decision-making around scaling and scaling in a healthy manner wasn't possible. Um, you know, attribution was showing, they were horrible. Like this, um, yeah, this is like yeah. a, f- a family run business. They've got a warehouse, they're doing their own fulfillment. They're not small, right? But just not knowing where their advertising dollar is going. Yes, they're getting sales, but could they actually attribute them to Facebook or Google? And they, they really had no idea. Pardon me, no idea on how to do that. Now, what about there's a uh, another brand that we're talking to? One of our friends works as the ad buyer there. They sell a very hot product on e-commerce right now they're trying to go international but their agency just wasn't giving them the reports that they needed they 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 can't actually tell if they're when they're pushing into japan and pushing into spain and pushing into the us if their results are actually working because the agency had no idea if they're working like how can you charge thousands and thousands of dollars in management fee if you can't even prove what you're doing um, what yeah. about that very, very old, long-standing store that you and Timmy were at the other day, the bricks and mortar store? Yeah, just losing market share again because the agency, one, didn't know what they were doing 
properly um, and and was also you know reporting incorrectly um, which is the thing I'm seeing more and more regularly is agencies throwing a client at you know a link to a dashboard or a link to a you know a PDF document which is fine you know that's not an issue but as an agency or as a business owner is I you know it's I think it's okay ask to see your ad account as well ask to see your Google ad account your Facebook ad account um, where that where the sources that that dashboard is pulling data from you know dashboards are great we use them um, they're an amazing tool so you can kind of glance you know have a quick glance and see some very key metrics but as long as they're set up correctly yeah. I can't believe agencies are still hiding data from their customers, right? Like how can they run ad campaigns and not let their customers actually see what they're doing? How can they hide and blur the line between ad spend and management fee and call it all one amount and not let the customer know where it's all going? So that one particular bricks and mortar store that you're talking about, I could not believe it when you told me that they turned all the um, what are they? They turned all the access off to all of their advertising platforms from this agency, and this agency still was sending them reports for months saying how good it was going. They didn't even have access to the platforms, right? And they're still trying to claim that they're getting results. Um, yeah, that's ludicrous. And that's one of the kind of the bigger agencies in Australia that is getting a really bad name for doing that. But the thing is, they've got a fantastic sales team that bring on a ton of new victims, and then they just get asked out the other end because they just don't know how to manage their clients or they've got too many clients and not a well enough trained staff mate it's just crap and i'm sick of seeing it so marketing managers if you don't have transparency over your ad accounts you need to be getting that e-commerce store owners if you don't have transparency to your ad accounts you need to be getting that dean's trying to do a uh, report for a client and i'm i'm yelling <laughs> over the top of your day i'm yeah. sorry the dude. other thing the other thing about making sure that there's that transparency is if you're a small, medium business or even a large business and you're looking like there is no shortage right now, gurus on Facebook and Google ads, pushing a course, pushing a three-step method to success on digital advertising and showing screenshots of the results that they're seeing just because it's on the internet doesn't make it true. Um, it's easy. You can chuck a dev tool on your Google Chrome extension and you can edit anything any little bit of information that you're seeing on the screen. I mean, I used to do that years ago as a laugh in some of the Shopify groups where I'd change the Shopify figures and you know, like just call the gurus out. Like there was a whole series of videos that I used to do of how to use inspector tool on Chrome and change dollar figures from zero to a million. Like it's not hard and sadly people are falling victim to that still. Yeah. And I was, what's brought up, I saw it this morning on a couple of groups where it was literally people showing, you know, my Shopify store made this much money and it was in the hundreds of thousands of dollars in the last, um, I think it was in, in a month um, off, you know, a very low ad spend and they were pushing something like 150, 152 times return. And it's like a screenshot is not enough evidence to prove that that is the case. It's, I love yeah, within, yeah. I love it when you look at the graph on Shopify, the daily the daily takings, and it just doesn't add up to the final amount that they change. So you can right click and change the number, but you've got to like 
change the bar graph and they don't do it and it's just absurd right and then that person's probably trying to sell a course on how to run advertising that person's trying to victim people into getting them to manage their ads and it's just it's just rubbish i feel sorry for people and it's uh we as an agency and other agencies just need to start taking a stand for just shit performance online all right rand no rand over except for if you're looking to, to do it to work with an agency or a guru is just do some do some research don't take anything at face value at the end of the day they're marketers like us yeah right you, they're there you, to sell a product you're hiring an agency that's there to try and sell your products for you and they're selling their product to you to start with you're exactly right so talk to three people before you even make a decision we always say go and talk to another couple of agencies and just Feel them out and find the best one for you. Cool. Yeah. Let's end the rant. What's next, mate? Let's talk, <laughs> let's talk about attributions. How do we work on client accounts and why do we never focus on a one or a two-day attribution? So we we look at trends. Ultimately, that's where um, I think the game changer is. So we all know that, you know, or if you don't know, that you know, digital advertising is algorithm-driven. And, and it's all about data collection. So the better the data, you know, the better the chance the algorithm has to work. A one day or a th- you know, um, two day attribution window, as in the time that it takes for someone to see an ad and make a decision and purchase or become a lead or convert, whatever that might be, generally isn't enough. Because oftentimes we find, um, you know, people might see an ad or click on an ad and they actually don't make an action for a week or two. Like we know, you know, we mentioned like we're both, you know, dads with young kids. You know, when my boy, you know, wants to hang out when I'm sitting on the lounge and watching the TV, I'll put down the phone and I'll hang out. So I might've seen that and I might not get back to that for a day or two. And that's where the attribution window really plays in because it's tracking my, you know, in my case, it's tracking my behavior from when I saw or clicked on an ad and two days later clicking and a one day attribution view just isn't showing that um, and isn't capturing that data. So there's multiple settings that you can set like a one day click, a seven day click, a seven day view. Uh, there's so many different options when you're setting up your Facebook ad and what's the total window frame that Facebook advertising works on mate? 28 day typically they have opened up to a 90 day in terms of analytics um, but 28 days is really where it's at um, where you can look back and um, and and get a, a much clearer picture of how campaign performance is running um, and in that so what we do is we look at segments inside of those windows so if it's, you know we also we look at the three day the seven day the 14 day we look at trends on accounts we look at um, you know how individual metrics on a campaign and an ad set and an ad are performing across those windows in order to make data-driven decisions. Cool. Um, so if, if you're trying to make a data-driven decision, look at it over multiple segments. Look at it at three day. Look at it seven day. Look at it at fourteen day. And look at it at twenty-eight day. And don't make a decision based on a small segment of data. Right. It's yeah. you've got to play it out and go for a little bit longer. That's right. Uh, awesome. Uh, so even when we talk to our guys on a, a Monday morning, we have a company wide huddle, everyone dials in, everyone talks about every account that we're working on at this point of time. We share ideas, we feed off each other. The, the e-commerce stores or the clients that we're chasing a return on ad spend for, we get them to report a three, a seven, a 14 and a 28 day window. And it's interesting to see it's over time it progresses and it always grows, right? You could go for a 
a two times return on ad spend for a three day to a six times return on ad spend on a 14 day. And it's just because the attribution window is kicking in and people are actually making a purchase, right? That's right. It's that delayed attribution that um, is, is really key. Um, Yeah. We'll leave it there. Leave it there. We could go on about that for (laughs) days, right? And there's so much more to go on that. Like that is such the high level chat about the attribution window on Facebook. There's like, that's the tip of the iceberg. Uh, there's a, a ton more that you could go in. Uh, let's keep that really short and simple and sweet on that one without getting too technical. All right, mate. Mm. So top question on the internet last week that we found was do $5 ad sets work anymore? And how do you explain that to someone? How do they? How long is a piece of string? Well, what's the question? That you fire, <laughs> what, what's the question that you fire back? If someone asks you, says, do $5 yeah. ad sets work anymore? What's the question that you ask straight away? What's your objective? And why does that matter? Um, top of funnel objective. It depends on the reach. Like, what are you trying to achieve? We, you know, it, we know that a, um, a reach objective is far cheaper to run than what a conversion objective is. Um, and we know that traffic's, uh, traffic um, objectives and catalog sales objectives and video view objectives all sit somewhere within that spectrum, you know, between cheapest and most expensive. But what are you trying to achieve? Facebook um, is very clear that, you know, you go for the objective, you know, you optimize for the objective that you want to reach. Um, Awesome. So let's talk about say video view objectives. So all you're trying to do is get people to watch a video. We use it uh, for a top of funnel audience building exercise, right? What's the cheapest price you've got? CPM on video views in the last week? Right now, we've had some um, video, so through play, so 100% viewing um, at uh, 0.002 cent a view. So, so one. Not two cents? No, not two cents. Two tenths of a cent. So two two tenths of a cent to get someone to watch a video, to get them engaged in a video, to then create an audience off that person so that you can then retarget them with the next stage of the funnel, right? That's right. This is 0.002 of a cent. Is that the cheapest form of advertising on the internet today? Is that the cheapest form of advertising anywhere right now? I think so. CPMs on that. So cost per 1,000 impressions from memory was about $2.42 to get in front of 1,000 people. That's absurd. And, right? Yeah. And um, I think it was 86% or 89% of those people um, viewed the entire video. All right. So do $5 ad sets work? Yes. If you're running 0.002 cent video views and you've got some fantastic creatives and fantastic video assets and you're targeting the right audience. Yeah. Do $5 ad sets work if you're doing conversions? If you're an e-commerce store, $5 ad sets for conversions just do not work. I'm going to say it. If you're a marketing, <laughs> if you're a marketing manager running a brand awareness campaign, yes, you can get five dollar ad sets to work. But why the heck would you spend the money, get the results, run it for a big enough period of time, and understand the data that you're getting it off? Yeah, and scaling is something that you know I think we've become more and more aware of. Is as a business owner, like, is there the potential that you're sitting on an eight figure business and you don't even realise it yet? And <laughs> the one, ability- one comes to mind. <laughs> but the you know the the lack of ability to kind of invest into something that's going to grow your business is potentially going to stop you from hitting that next you know that next bigger you know that dream goal of yours. 
So we're talking very much about e-commerce then. Do $5 ad sets work for e-commerce? Do $5 ad sets work for conversions? What about lead generation? Here's an example for you. We've got a customer that we've had for over 12 months now. They do seminars, right? And they were giving us a $5 a day budget to book tickets for a seminar. Now, when you actually sit down with that customer and talk to them about the how much it costs to get a person in the room and how much they're prepared to pay, they're prepared to pay something like, $20 to get someone in the room. Uh, ticket prices, once we got going, was like 8 to $12 to get someone into the room. At a $5 a day budget, you're waiting three and a bit, two and a bit days just to get someone to actually purchase a ticket. And you're not giving the algorithm enough money to actually do that effectively. We uh, bumped up his budget to, I think we put it up to like $50 a day. And we re-educated the customer. So the metric he needed to look for was the acquisition cost. And then it was how many people he could put in the room for less than $15. And it totally changed his mind about how to advertise on Facebook. Absolutely. It's, it's, it comes down to, I think, just investing into, into what you want to achieve. Um, and, you know, if we, you know, the other day we spoke about real estate, but, you know, the money that it costs, you know, I see real estate agents around town here walking in the middle of the day, the middle of a work day, you know, putting their flyers in the newsletter, you know, the, in the, you know, what do you call it? I don't even look at it anymore. That's called the a, bills. A, a letterbox. In the letterbox. letterbox. <laughs> yeah. So they'll, they'll do the letterbox drop and they'll go walking around the street for two hours in the middle of the day. For me, I think whatever their salary might be in that, you know, those couple of hours of walking the street can be much better utilized in digital media and they can actually get back to what they're good at. They so invested actually, into an area they wanted, you know, that's going to pay off, they're better off. So we actually did some studies on that about 18 months ago and for a deal letterbox drop for a typical real estate agent with about 4,000 properties in their patch it was about a thousand dollars. I think it worked out about a thousand dollars a drop and that included the print costs, the labor costs to get it out there, the design costs and then seeing no return, right? Like real estate agents, there's four of your competitors doing exactly the same thing. They all go into that letterbox. I go straight to the garbage bin when I empty my letterbox these days. I don't even look at them, right? But imagine if for 0.002 cents, you could have put a video in front of them whenever they're ready to consume on one of these things, right? Uh, we joke around in the car yard industry that uh, there's TV advertising versus toilet advertising. It's so true, right? Like people are viewing these things on the toilet. They're captive audiences. Good luck getting a deal brochure in front of them there. Yeah. At least they're getting fit, right? <laughs> Mate. All right, let's wrap this one up. So exciting news, new office for BidPixel. So although yes. you don't get to take part in it, mate, you're, uh, you're uh, stuck down in Coffs Harbour. BidPixel is moving to our own office and starting to get that ready in the next couple of weeks. So November 1 is the official day we're in the new office. Podcasting will be set up permanently. Guests will come in to podcast with me and do some video work with me. It's an exciting time for us as we grow the company. Uh, we're on the hunt for four more staff still at the moment, two Facebook ad buyers, a social media content marketer, and another salesperson. We're growing. There's some cool vibes going on in this business, in our customers' businesses right now. We're moving into Q4. We're, pardon me, we, we're are, in Q4. we are officially in Q4. <laughs> And yeah, mate, I think we need to do a competition. I've got an idea of what we're going to do when we move into the new office. It's going to be valuable for people listening to these videos and these podcasts. It's going to be valuable in two ways. One, we're going to have to give something away. And two, we're going to try and generate some more questions and comments from people and just provide a 
ton of value. Pick your brain, pick our staff's brain, pick some experts' brain, and just give, give, give information through these things. Exciting. Jay, thank you very much, mate. Uh, if you've watched this on YouTube or video, comment a question below. YouTube or video? If you've watched this on YouTube or Facebook, <laughs> comment a question below. We'd love to answer your, any of the questions you have about digital marketing, Facebook ads, Google ads, even websites, conversion rate optimization. We'll get Josh here to answer those questions if you've got them. Comment below. Subscribe to us on YouTube. Like our Facebook page. Give us a review on Spotify or iTunes and just let us know how we're doing, right? Jay and I aren't going to stop doing these, so we just need to get better at them so we provide more value. <sighs> Bless you, mate. Have a good afternoon and let's do one tomorrow. Sounds good. All Look right. forward to it. Peace, mate. See ya. <laughs>